0: diabetes the sitting disease one thing that my mother told me decades ago she said that diabetes works when you are asleep my mother was a very fragile diabetic and uh her diabetes was up and down The thing that saved her from having minimal complications was the the fact that she was active. And she cooked for herself and was able to manage her disease. Diabetes may not be curable, but it's certainly manageable. Today we're gonna get involved in the management of this disease. We're gonna do some cardio exercises today. Building up the cardio system, the heart and lungs, And at the same time, uh, working the limbs, in particular, the legs. So here we go. The first thing that we're gonna do are some steps. I'm standing in my doorway. And my doorway has a step up that's about six to eight inches, I'm not quite sure how tall it is. I have not measured it yet. but I'm gonna to try to do 10 minutes. And you can do it as many, as, you, minute, as many minutes as you can. You know, you may not be able to do it two if you're just starting off doing this. And I've done this in the past over and over again. So I can go at least 30 minutes. But today I'll only go about 10 because the other thing that I want to do with you that we want to do together. So let's do uh, 10 minutes. Oh man, I didn't bring my watch. We're gonna do 10 minutes of this. I'm gonna walk down the hallway and grab my watch. We have to time ourselves. I remember when I was uh, playing with technology, I had a, a man that I knew who was very, very uh, intellectual, especially when it came to technology. And he had a business where he worked on electronic equipment. He could do something that other folks could not do. He was so smart. And I took some equipment to him, and it seems to take forever for him to complete the repair. So a friend and I went to his business together because he had some equipment there too. And when I got there, I mean, uh, we sat around, we sat around and we talked and and he showed me my equipment and it was still in the pile and he had not touched it. But uh, I'm still respectful of this man's abilities and I, I'm I'm hopeful that he would, would grab my equipment from the power and begin to repair it. But he just sat and talked. And I could not understand that. I knew that he was a diabetic. He told me that. But I didn't know then that diabetes was a sitting disease. But it is, and, and all you want to do is just sit around and do nothing and eat and become more and more. Uh, 68%. It, it, it becomes more and more unmanageable. 68%. And watch the more we sit, 1, in five seconds. one o'clock, the more we sit, the less manageable the, the disease comes let's go 10 minutes on the steps you may have a step machine or you may have a, a, a step up at one of your doors in your home but anyway whatever you do find a way to step up it doesn't have to be a step machine it could be uh, uh some some boards put together you can make uh it with a foot tub some of you know what an old foot tub is whatever you can find you can step up on it as long as it supports your weight. Here we go. One. Two. Start a step. Start a step. Start a step. Start a step. Once I back down, I start a step and change feet. I'll be done with this at 110. If I can last that long. And I believe I can because the more I do this, the more my glucose level drops because I'm burning the glucose. The more fat you burn, the more glucose you burn. But you gotta keep moving. There's an old song that said you have to keep on moving. Don't sing no song at this time. I should not be moved. We don't wanna hear that one. We need to move y'all. It's a little warm today. I don't even have my air conditioner going, but Since the temperature dropped outside in the last few days, it's not, it has not been running. But I might need to, to uh, put it it into operation today. I am sweating like a hog. How y'all feeling? I feel good. Two three. One two three four. One 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 two three. One, two, three, four. You can do it in, in between the doors. That way, if you have a balance problem, you can hold on to the door. Now, if you can't step up, that's okay. Find a kitchen counter, and just hold on to the kitchen counter, or a chair, and do some steps. Once we are done here, we're gonna go over either to the stationary bike, the treadmill, or the recumbent machine, your choice. I got something in my shoe, feels like a rock. I can't stop. Let's keep going. Gotta keep on moving. Keep those legs moving. If I don't, they'll quit on me. They'll stop working. And I don't need my legs to stop working because I need to be able to stand up. I need to be able to get up and go. And if I don't have any legs, I can't go. I was a runner. I was young. Now I'm a walker. I still gotta go. Still gotta move, y'all. I can't stop. I can't quit. I gotta go. I like going by myself and the only way I can do that is to keep up the walking, keep up the movement, got to move, the Lord wants us to move too, he said in Matthew 28, so be therefore for and teach all nations all things that I've taught you, teach them to observe all things that I've taught you, then baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Oh, I feel good, y'all. Paul got the same commission on the Damascus road, when God told him, go to the Gentiles around the world and preach the gospel. And Paul preached to the known world of his day. He went on three extensive, Missionary journeys. All right, y'all. I feel good. These legs are moving. These boots are made for walking. Said Nancy Sinatra. I'm gonna walk all over you. Door, door facing, door facing. I'm gonna walk all over you. What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? I can't look at my watch. Woo! Has it been 10 minutes? I don't know. I don't think so. But but I do have. Seems like thirty minutes of sweat rolling down my face. How y'all doing? Y'all doing good? Can I stop? Can I stop? I can't I can't stop I can't quit Oh boy You got the to two tough on Oh no man Well can I check my watch At least let me check my watch Let me see I'm gonna keep moving one oh nine PM 109 we got we got we got a minute y'all Got one minute. I told you, we can do it. I don't care what they say. We can do it. I don't care what they say. If they they say we can't do it, tell them we're And we say we can't. Few more seconds, y'all. Just a few more seconds. Woo, that felt good. While y'all are taking a break, I'm going to run down the hallway and grab myself a towel. I don't have a towel, y'all. And I'm sweating like a hog. What I'm going to do instead of going down the hallway i'm gonna grab some paper towels because to walk down the hallway i'll either have to to take my phone with me or i might take it have to take a chance on running out of range with my bluetooth headset so don't want to do that so here we go i got i got some paper towels now i'm heading out here i think my next exercise is going to be the elliptical machine. I don't know if you have one of those or if you have a slider. If not, you can always walk in place. You can walk in place and you can do side sprout hops, anything you can you can think of. Uh, for cardio and for keeping the body moving for about 10 minutes can we do it for about 10 minutes i'm gonna do i'm gonna do this for about 10 minutes on the elliptical machine and then i am going to go to either the treadmill or the recumbent bike. Either one would do. Okay. Okay, I'm at the, the, the elliptical machine. Got one foot on it. Now I have two feet on it. And here we go. What time is it? Got to, got to do 10 minutes. And oh man. 112. So, we gotta go to 120, let's see, here we go. We're running this race, y'all, with patience. Don't need to be in a hurry, just stay in the race and run lawfully. Do it the right rate, the right way. One man said to, to me, Percy W Garrett. If you go right, you can't go wrong. I have a coven. His name is Daniel, right. And I always tell him, Dan, if you go right, you can never go wrong. If you keep going right, you can never go wrong. You got Daniel, you got to be like Daniel. He kept going right. And the Lord kept him. The Lord kept on keeping him. The Lord kept him even in the lion's den. y'all remember daniel don't you the prophet daniel who never actually preached to god's people but he, he, he spoke prophecy to people he 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 understood dream god gave him understanding and he did God's will. He pleased God. For that reason, it didn't matter what situation Daniel was put in. He was kept by God. The Lord is our shepherd, our keeper for eternity. Daniel knew what Solomon had said in his prayers to God when he built the temple and he asked God to favor the Jews even when they were taken captive to a foreign land and if they would would pray toward that temple that God would give their prayers and the reason that they would pray toward that temple is because when, when the temple was built and the Holy of Holies was the mercy seat where God will show sure mercy. And the Holy of Holies above the mercy seat was the two cherubim, two angels. And scripture says that God dwelt between the cherubim, God's account of glory. So God would answer prayer from that station. So Solomon asked the Lord if his people, God's people would pray towards that house where God's glory dwelt that he would hear that prayer. I don't think Daniel forgot about that. So when they went into captivity Daniel would turn his face towards the hills where the temple was located and would pray toward the hills. And then the psalmist says, I will lift up mine my, my eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and the earth, and he made the hills, and he allowed Solomon to build a temple in those hills in Jerusalem. And Daniel prayed three times a day towards those hills, that hill in Jerusalem. Well, the Jewish temple was located and God's glory dwelt. Well, those who hated Daniel and hated Daniel's God turned him in to Nebuchadnezzar for violating the rules, the laws of Nebuchadnezzar who said, you can only pray to to my God. And Daniel knew that he, as a Jew, that he he could only pray to the living and true God. And that's what he did. And because of that, because his enemies turned him in to Nebuchadnezzar and he had broken the law that could not be broken, Nebuchadnezzar had no choice. But to throw his but to throw his friend into the lion's den. He didn't want to do it, but he he was under this loss. Well, the Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar could not sleep all night long, could not rest. He was fearful that the lions may have eaten up Daniel. So he went to the grave the next day expecting to find bones. But he found the lions walking around, laying around, lounging around in the lion's den. And he saw Daniel.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, he said, Oh, Daniel, did your Lord, did your God save you? Are you okay? God. Daniel answered King That's amazing how you have to get your enemies comfort when Nebuchadnezzar found out that David that Daniel was okay, he was confident You know, it's amazing how God keeps us and influences our, our enemies. Because many believes are later on. He never ever became a believer in the only true God. But Daniel never stopped believing. He, he he, could trust in his keeper. He is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. That's amazing y'all, he's able to keep us from falling out of God's grace. We can never fall from grace as Christians. We can never leave God's hand. We're sealed in God's hand. Jesus said, I know my sheep and I give to them eternal life and they shall never perish and no man shall snatch them out of my hand. And my Father who is greater than all, greater than all, no one shall snatch them out of his hand. I and my Father are one. My Father and I are in this together. The triune God is holding you and me. And Ephesians 4, 30 says, we have been sealed by the Holy Spirit in those hands, until the day of redemption. I just want to shout, I want to run, but I'm already running, let me just what time it is. 121, 121. 121. We got one more minute, three, oh, three more minutes to go y'all. We got to go to 24. Yeah, gotta good. Go to 124. Now, I was gonna go to the treadmill, but I think I wanna go sit down for another few minutes. I'm gonna sit down on the recumbent bike and go about 10 minutes or more. Can we do it, y'all? Can we do it? Can anybody say, let's do it? I still remember the staple singers, Marbury Staples. Let's do it again. I remember old Pop Staples playing that guitar. Man. I'll take you there. One of the hit, hit records, hit songs. Mavis Staples and the Staple Singer. Whew, I think many of them. I know Pop is in heaven. I'm not sure about the girls, those rich daughters. All right. Well, when I get there, I'll see. I would ask Pop when I I get there to play that guitar. But I'm not sure if they have guitars in heaven. I'm not sure if Pop will remember those songs because the Bible says that the former things will be remembered no more. You know the stuff we're going through now for today, all this all this pandemic and and uh, evil stuff that's going on, it will not be remembered anymore. I was talking to a minister today. I said, Do you think there'll be races in heaven? I thought about it. How can that be? we'll be <laughs> we'll all be in Christ we'll be his bride we'll have glorified bodies just like his body They won't be there won't be the other side of the track we'll all be together on one cause for eternity there'll always be love eternal eternal Love out of this world love you know that's what we have now from God we have an alien type love John says what manner of love is this that we should be called the children of God what kind of love is that as bad as we are we're some bad children, some bad children. It's 124, you y'all, so I'm gonna hop off this recumbent bike. I'm not recumbent bike. This elliptical machine, I'm gonna ease over past the treadmill over to my recumbent bike. I'm about to let the treadmill I'm going to raise it up because it's blocking my my way. It's, it's blocking my way, y'all. Huh? Trouble in my way. But well, here we go. I move that trouble the same way that, that the Lord sometimes moves our trouble. He doesn't always do that, though. He doesn't always move our troubles. All right, y'all. I'm you to comment box back. What time is it? 1.25, we gotta go to 1.35 at least. God does not always remove our troubles. He doesn't always give us the ability to go around our troubles, or go over our troubles. There's never old song by a man from North Carolina the song said we're going up the rough side of the mountain. That was a very popular song back in the day. So when that song was popular, I used to ask the question, what, uh, what's the reason that Christians go up the rough side of the mountain? And the simple answer it was this, the other side is smooth. And they keep sliding back down. But on the, on the rough side, you got trials, tribulations, faith, hope, love, perseverance. But on the other side, you got the slippery slope. God don't move the mountain, always. But this is what he said to us. Concerning our afflictions. First Corinthians 10, 13. What we're going through, he said, is happening There our brothers and sisters around the world. But God is faithful, which means that we can trust in him. When, when When the Bible says that God is faithful, it means that he can be dependent upon. When we're faithless, God remains faithful. For he cannot, he for he cannot deny himself. That's his nature. God's nature is to be faithful. So, no matter what we go through, we just have to remember that God can be trusted. He can be, he can be dependent upon, upon for to get us through what we're going through. Who He will not allow us to be tested, tempted above that which we are able god knows how much we can endure and as christian we can endure much more than we think we can because it's not us who is, is the strength we go through what we go through by god's strength he empowers us to go go through what we're going through but he will not suffer you to be tempted above that which, you, that which you, you're able but in Christ you're able to go through anything that this world throws at you because in him in Jesus if he's if God be for us he's more than the world against us there's no temptation no testing, no trouble, no trial. But such as is coming to man. Everybody goes through something. But God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted above that which you are able. If God, if, and if God allows you to go through it, that means that he has empowered you to go through it. He's made you able to go through it. And I don't care how long it lasts or how devastating it may seem. He may have taken away your eyesight, your ears, sight, you can't hear no more. You may not be able to walk. You may have stage four cancer. Diabetes that you cannot manage, so now you're losing your toes and your legs. God will not suffer you to be tested. Tempted above that which you are able. Everybody go through it. But God will give us a way of escape. And what he said. First Corinthians 10 13. It doesn't matter if you if you if you have a devastating sickness. From the day that you were born until the day that you die. God enables you to bear that even if it's for a hundred years. Your way out may be narrow. It may be through much pain and suffering, much crying and moaning and groaning, but God keeps you. He keeps you in the midst of your storms. I remember when he rescued Israel out of Egypt, out of slavery, and they got to the Red Sea and they were boxed in by the wilderness on one side, the mountain on the other side, and the Red Sea in front of them, and Pharaoh's army coming up behind them in fury and anger and hatred. And they cried out to Moses, what did you, what, what did you do? You brought us out here to die. We could have died in Egypt. They have graves in Egypt. <sighs> Moses cried to the Lord and told Moses what to do. But just simply spread his, his rod, his staff over the Red Sea. And you know, Moses trusted the Lord. So he looked at the people and said, be still. and see the salvation of the Lord. I'm sure they still didn't understand. But at the right time, in the right way, God caused a wind to blow and open up the Red Sea and the Red Sea stood up a wall on both sides. The upstream portion stood still and provided a wall. The downstream portion stood still and provided a wall that stood up and gave shelter and cover and protection to God's people as they crossed the Red Sea on dry ground. I mean, it was was a, a way out, a narrow way, but it was their way out. It was a way that their enemies could not take. They tried. They tried to follow Israel across the Red Sea. But they, God, God had provided that way only for Israel, his people. And and, and God had had given Israel something else to to assist them in that way across the Red Sea, that way out. In a pillar of fire by night and a cloud by day. But that pillar of fire uh, came behind Israel and, and, and shined that uh, the light of that fire before them, so that they could see which way, which way to go. They could see that way out. It was a narrow way, but God showed them that way. <clears> hmm, <throat> that's the way to heaven, y'all. It's a narrow way. Jesus, was like one time, that one of his disciples, will many go to heaven? Jesus said, wait till. The way that leads to destruction is broad. And many boogaloo down Broadway. The way that leads to life, to to heaven, is narrow. And only a few find it. Later on, he would say, I am that way. The truth and the life. No man goes to the Father but by me. So, so, So when God shined that light, to enable the Israelites to, to cross the Red Sea. The Bible said it was, it was a light for them coming from the pillar of fire. But for the for the it was darkness. They couldn't see. The light of Jesus Christ the light only to the redeemed. It's darkness for the rest of the world. But God has always given us His people a way out. For that reason, y'all, out was gratitude for His grace and for it, for Him being our shepherd we need to guard the temple our bodies he lives in these, in these temples we should 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 strengthen the body to be able to function as his temple We actually are much like the tabernacle that David uh, that David worshipped in. The tabernacle that goes all, all the way back to Moses when they were in the wilderness. The temple was stationary. The tab- tabernacle was a moving worship place. Well, we are a tabernacle because this is is not our home, But we should be willing to move for the Lord, to go for the Lord, to be willing vessels for the Lord. Vessels that can be used by him to bring him glory. That's why we work out to strengthen the body, The stressing the legs, the arms, the cardiovascular system. Remember what we said earlier. Diabetes can cause you to be a sitter, All you're gonna do is sit. But sometimes we have to for, force ourselves, motivate ourselves to get up and move with the Lord's glory. What time is it, y'all? One we we've gone over two minutes, but that's okay. It's best to go over than to go under. You know people used to say to me? Person? Well, they didn't, say, they didn't say it to me, they didn't say person they'd be witnessing to the church. And they'd be saying, it's better to be on top of the grass than to be six foot under. And they used to always bother me. Because I knew better than that. I knew better than that. For the Christian, that's not true. Not to the extent that they were saying it. Number one, because the Christians never go six foot... (laughs) Under the grass. We always become absent from the body and present with the Lord. And we we know that's always better. It's always better to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. I love the way Paul put it. And, and, And that's why we have to work out to be the kind of vessels that God can use. Paul said, uh, I make the Lord big in my body. Did you Did you hear that, Philippians chapter one? He said, I make the Lord big. I magnify the Lord. You know, we we think we, think we do it by singing. And no, we do in a sense. But to really magnify the Lord is to make him known through his son Jesus Christ, by preaching the word of God as pertaining to the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of grace. That's what, make, that's what makes God known. That's what magnifies them. That's what makes them big before the world. Because the world hears that and they come to know him. And then they're ushered into his presence where they can sin for themselves. So Paul says, whether by life or by death. I magnify the Lord. For me to live is Christ. Help me out now. And to die is gain. So this death was not going to hold in the ground, it's death, he said in the following verse. For me to live is Christ. So I'm caught in a strait between two things. Rather to depart, and be with Christ, which is far better. Let's remain here and preach the gospel to the church, which is better for the church. He said, but for me, it's better to depart. Not die, in the sense of going to a hole in the ground, but to to depart and be with Christ. I've been to a lot of funerals. And I've never seen a Christian go to a hole in the ground. Christians never go through a hole in the ground, because Christians never die. We go through a hole in the sky. After from the body, and present with the Lord. That's why we want to keep these bodies fit, to make the Lord big. We do it in gratitude for His grace. All right, my brothers and my sisters, we're going to stop. I'm in deep gratitude to you today for working out with this old man. You pushed me. You worked alongside of me. And you kept me under pressure. I was smoking like a pressure cooker. Steam was running out of my ears, nose, and mouth. Sweat was everywhere. <sighs> and I wasn't sitting Even though we know that diabetes is a sitting man's disease. <laughs> okay. This has been Bible Talk with Percy Garrett in Dothan, Alabama. And I really would like to hear from you. So send me uh, a message through Anchor Messaging. Uh, you can message me through my email my email address is my name PercyGarrett at SW.RR.com and I am using the Anchor app and listen I think you would be a blessing to the world if you became an Anchor podcaster it's free and you can be a blessing to somebody also those of you who uh, would want to take advantage of Anchor monetizing your your broadcast, your podcast, they're allowed for that too. And Anchor distributes your work, so you won't have to worry about that. All right, this has been Bible Talk with Percy Wilson Garrett. We have talked about God. We're going through God's words and we talked about the temple of God, our bodies. Know ye not that your body is the temple of God, whose temple you are. Bless you, my brothers and my sisters. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our savior, the glory and majesty both now and ever and all of god's people said amen